So I ordered uh, delivery tonight, uh, and I ordered it on Foodler. Oh, I've heard of that. You have? Oh, that's a terrible app. Grubhub just bought them. Yeah, Grubhub did just buy them. I, I hope they never sponsor us because, like, Foodler? It sounds like <laughs> like a poorly veiled, like, pedophilia network. Ugh. Or, like, the worst Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> they, I, I think the reason that they got bought is because their business model was not sustainable because Foodler points accumulate at such a, like, rapid rate where you could pretty much order delivery twice and get a free Foodler t-shirt. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you do that? <laughs> oh yeah, I have two Foodler t-shirts. One of them says I'm effing hungry and it has the F from the Foodler logo. <laughs> but anyway, so I ordered Pad Thai and when you order from this website, it's like, okay, you get a couple different options. So select preparation. So you can choose like not spicy, mildly, very spicy, whatever. Then you have a bunch of things that you can add. So you can add chicken, beef, shrimp, roast pork, vegetable, tofu. All of those I expect. Wow, you have this memorized. <laughs> no, I have a picture in front of me here. Oh, okay. like a screenshot because it <laughs> like, damn. threw me for a loop. Pineapple. Pineapple. Okay, pineapple's a little weird for yeah. Pad Thai, but yeah. okay. Broccoli. Hot and sour soup. <laughs> that <laughs> seems like a side. So now we're getting into sides. Mm. Miso soup. Mm. Hot chocolate. Hot oh. cappuccino. <laughs> Coke. Sprite. Bottled water. <laughs> teriyaki chicken breast whoa fried chicken gyoza oh my god organic edamame sweet potato fries every what (laughs) sweet potato fries (laughs) strawberry cream sticks what What the hell is that (laughs) lay's classic potato chips (laughs) i'm not even joking about this Orbit white gum. (laughs) And banana. Just banana? (laughs) Just banana. Uh, Did you get it? I didn't get any of those things. I just got chicken. Why? You had so many options. Dude, you could have got pantai with gum. You're listening to Instead of, a hypothetical podcast with Josh Harrison, Tappan Johnny, and me, Mike Brugart. I was thinking about how, like, a lot of things are super popular, and it's one of those, like, oh, everyone's seen it, like, and if you haven't, you're kind of just like, oh, man, people are going to think less of me. Okay, sure. I've never seen the movie National Treasure. Do people think less of you for not seeing that? <laughs> Listen, I don't care about people. I care about do you two think less of me because of that? No. I can't possibly. I've never seen it either. <laughs> what? Mike, do you know how many people have seen National Treasure? Is this a, is this like a zeitgeisty movie? Dude, maybe this is why we're friends. Like We just subconsciously <laughs> found each other as like people who hadn't seen National Treasure. Dude, it's right up my alley. I don't know why I haven't seen it. Me neither. I was thinking about how many times I've seen movies. Like, I've seen the movies Rush Hour 1 and Rush Hour 2 mm-hmm. and Blue Streak, like, all, like, 15 times minimum. Yeah, yeah. Like, I love those types of movies. You are weird about those movies. <laughs> and, like, National Treasure seems like it could be kind of like an offshoot of those. It does. It, it, there's a caper element. I've never seen it. <laughs> well, I'm glad you guys aren't, like, disappointed in me. But so what I was, was going to ask is that, are there any of those for you? 
any movies that you guys like haven't seen that like everyone has? I haven't seen The Wire. I know that's not a movie. I haven't seen The Wire either. God, you guys are so dumb. I suck. Yeah. The Wire is the best thing ever, and I know that this is super pretentious, but focus all your energy on The Wire. It's the best. I know about, like, Omar. You shouldn't know about Omar. I don't. I I know nothing. I just know Omar coming. That's the only thing I know. Ah, You guys shouldn't know anything about The Wire until you've seen The Wire. Yeah. I've never seen any of the Narnia films. How are those? I haven't either. I honestly don't know how popular those were. I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. I have no idea how pop out like how well Narnia did at the box office. I have zero clue. They make all seven? No, I don't think so. I don't, there were seven? Oh my god. Really? Are, are there seven? Oh, that, that might have been premature. Let me see. Narnia uh, th- books. Okay, so think of something else that like more people know that is popular so a lot of those movies i've been knocking out this year because i have been doing that best picture thing so like oh right a lot of the movies of the last like 10 to 20 years that i hadn't seen i'm i'm going through and i'm catching up on right like i hadn't seen casablanca in its entirety until this year Mm -hmm. what'd you think it was great it's a good movie yeah Yeah, it's pretty good right i was missing out i was missing out yeah what you what what have you liked most in this, like, f- feature that you've been going through? Well, Casablanca was was definitely up there. Like that's kind of why it it stuck in my mind because it really was something that I had just been entirely missing out on. Um, another one that was really good from early on was It Happened One Night, which is like, what happened one night? <laughs> it's the name of the movie. Uh, it's a Clark Gable movie that is like. Now it would be just like run of the mill romantic comedy. Like it's the very traditional arc of like, hey, these two people would never end up together, but they end up liking each other. But then there's something that happens, and no, no, they might not end up together, but they do. God, I hope that wasn't the theme song to the movie when it came out. <laughs> oh, can we put this to um, music in post? <laughs> yeah, some sort of like jangly piano tune based on <laughs> over what Josh was singing which was the entire story of the movie yeah uh but yeah it was just like it was genuinely funny and it was it was charming and you sound like you're in love with this movie <laughs> I am it's one of my favorite movies that I've watched in this like in this thing speaking of I watched maybe the worst one mm. out of everything uh yesterday Ooh, here we go. Can I guess what it is? Sure. Crash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, boom! (laughs) That movie sucks! Crash is terrible. So, I had seen it, like, I don't know. I didn't see it in theaters, but I saw it, like, pretty soon after it came out on DVD, I think. Um, But I remembered literally nothing of this movie. Like, I didn't remember any of the... Not even Sandra Bullock? I didn't remember any of the actors in it. I didn't remember any of the plot. It was just, like, this void in my memory where I know I had seen it, but, like, I didn't remember anything. There have been other movies where I saw them forever ago and I remembered bits and pieces, but this one, I had apparently pushed it out of my mind. (laughs) And... And so I watched it, and like bits and pieces did come back as I was watching it, but I don't remember hating it as much as I did watching it, like, (laughs) again, now that I'm watching critically. You're like surprised by your level of hatred. (laughs) 
I am. It was so, so bad. <laughs> and like, so I know. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Like, a, you know, so a lot of people liked Crash. So it's entirely possible that if you're listening to this, that you like Crash. Let's just hear Smooth's case. Smooth, go ahead. Yeah. My case for why it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it is a movie that like tries to deal with this sensitive subject of race in the most like it is just so hitting you over the head with it every single character it's like they had this huge list of characters and they have some good actors like there's a huge list of actors that you recognize in this movie ludicrous. and every single one of them <laughs> yeah ludicrous was in it <laughs> um and every single one of them it's like okay they have to have a racist side and they have to have a good side yeah. and like Every single one. That doesn't make for, like, well-rounded, dynamic characters. And it's just like, oh, this racist cop sexually assaulted this woman. But then he saved her from a car at the end, so I guess he's a hero? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not a good movie. They're asking the tough questions. <laughs> so I firmly believe, I'm not saying this to like as a joke, I firmly believe that Sesame Street has dealt with the issue of racism in a more sensitive way than the movie Crash did. Hands down. Like, I know there have been scenes of, like, a kid that's like, hey, Big Bird, why does that boy look different from me? And it's like, oh, well, you know, maybe he comes from a different background or his family, blah, blah, blah. And, like, that is dealing with it with more sensitivity than this movie did. You know what I just realized? Why doesn't that kid think it's weird that there's a big bird that can talk to it but wants to know about the race of the kid across the street? What the fuck? Like, where are your priorities, kid? Who the hell is Elmo? Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I gave it one and a half stars, and the half star was because, like, it was, like, kind of technically okay. Like, some of the shots were good. I <laughs> That's worth half a star for me, I guess. Some of the shots were good <laughs> i mean it wasn't beautiful like we have been talking about blade runner 2049 which is fucking gorgeous amazing that movie was incredible <laughs> it was so pretty mike i can't believe that you're waiting to see this i don't understand i'm really biding my time on this one why it dude it was so cool i don't know why it's like my perfect movie i just i i couldn't pull the trigger yesterday what did you do instead? Oh, I didn't do anything. I sat <laughs> in my house. <laughs> I just sat there. You're admitting that you had no excuse? <laughs> to be fair, it was raining. <laughs> it was raining. It's a perfect movie day. Pretty hard. Pretty hard. I have to walk there. No, you don't. Who said that? I could have. I could have. I had a lot of options. <laughs> I didn't do anything. I just sat there. I should have seen it. My bad. Sorry, guys. So going back to Crash, if Tappan can like calm down. Sorry, sorry. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. It's just I've never heard anyone immediately falter when someone like <laughs> pushes back on something they said. I barely said anything. Mike would immediately retract his statement. He's like, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Just keeping it real. I didn't do anything. So instead of racism... Mm. Oh my god, that's the question! <laughs> what is the worst example of dealing with a sensitive topic that you've ever seen? Barring oh, the obvious. 
what is the obvious? Everything. You always say, <laughs> barring the obvious, <laughs> or like, oh, well, there's the obvious, and then you pull out something that nobody has ever thought of in the entire world. Uh, um, I meant, like, the president. Okay. Well, because this is softball. Uh, <laughs> I once went to the modern wing of the Art Institute of Chicago. And they have a little black box room. Wonderful place. It is, except for this. They have a little black box room. And you walked in, no lights, everything's black. There's like 25 TV screens of varying sizes. And on every screen is a different clown screaming, <laughs> No! Oh, my God. No! Uh, oh, no! Dude, no! no! Stop! Stop! <laughs> On every screen, just screaming at you while you stand in this room. Um, what was that supposed to be like talking about? It was, I have no idea, honestly, but it was really not <laughs> representing clowns well. Clowns are a sensitive issue. <laughs> Maybe it was like some sort of wrestling thing, you know, that Daniel Bryan, they all say, yes, yes, yes. And these clowns are just real mad about it. Maybe this is like some artistic genius. I don't get art, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> there was a modern art museum that I went to. I think it was in Montreal or something, and there was just like this cobbled together box that was just like I don't know, maybe fifteen feet tall, and it looked like it just had a bunch of plywood like all up and down the sides. And there was a door, like a shoddy door with like an old rusted door handle, and you opened it up, and there was like nothing inside. <laughs> Or you couldn't see anything inside. But if you close the door behind you, there's like the chandelier and there's like this nice molding and this classical music comes on. And that's the art exhibit. Like you sit inside this thing and now there it's fancy inside. And then you open the door and the light shuts off and you leave. That's art. I don't know. I kind of like that. That sounds dope. Oh, my God, dude. Do you know what I just realized? What? Josh, based on what you just said, the greatest art that has ever been performed is Cash Cab. What? What? <laughs> you sit in Cash Cab, you close the door, all those lights come on, there's a whole bunch of crazy sounds. They do. The next thing you know, you're at some other place and they kick you out. You're in a casino. This is based on the premise that the art I saw is really good art that could have been improved upon <laughs> by adding wheels. <laughs> Cash Cab would therefore be the absolute of that. Sure. Yeah, no, that, that is a better version of the art that I saw. You, you you leave with cash. What if that's what the show was? You leave with cash and the rest of us leave with knowledge. Ooh, that's not as deep as I made it sound. <laughs> You've been arted. When is the last time you guys like fell down on the ground? <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? <laughs> like, you know when people fall on the ground and it's very funny? <laughs> when did that last happen to you? <laughs> Oh wow, that is a really good question, dude. Yeah. Um right? I think probably last winter. It must have been like <laughs> slipping on ice. <laughs> Did you follow your butt? I don't think so. I oh, I damn. remember one time where I slipped out to the side. Like <laughs> Oh, like the splits? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't the splits. My legs went out to the right and I like slammed my hand onto the onto the sidewalk. <laughs> that wasn't fun. <laughs> sound that funny i really hope that you're asking this question just out of curiosity and there's nothing else to this 
Wait, before you answer that, let me... God, when was the last time I fell? <laughs> you used to live on the top of a very tall hill. Oh, dude, I fell on... No, did you I fall on that, that hill? hill? You must have. No, because then I would have like tumbled down for four straight minutes before yeah. I got to like, a flat, <laughs> flat area. Uh, no, I got nothing. I got no- I, This is unbelievable. People don't fall a lot. The only thing I can think of the last time I fell... Mike, when we were in Naperville uh, celebrating Dave's birthday once, shout out to Dave. What's up, Dave? What's up, Dave? Dave's birthday and my birthday. <laughs> that was such a weird sub, Dave. Uh, <laughs> Dave's birthday and my birthday were like exactly six months apart or something like that. And so those were the only two days of the year that I like. Oh my God, they are exactly six months apart. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I can't tell if you're mocking me or not, but... Uh, no, I'm not. That's amazing. Go on. <laughs> you sound so insincere. I couldn't be more sincere. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so one of those Dave's birthdays, we were walking back from the bars to... I know, this sounds so lame. To Dave's house. And uh, my other buddy said... Like he's like, I bet you can't give me a piggyback ride, and he tried, and I fell very hard on the ground. Uh, yeah, is that the day he ripped your jeans in in half? That's that's the day that the same man who tried to jump on my back also tore my jeans like in half with his bare hands. <laughs> it was a feat unlike I had ever seen. While you were wearing them, <gasps> while I was wearing them, oh yeah, and like when provoked, I asked him to do it. Like that was a good day. That is the level of <laughs> intoxicated I was. That's why I stopped drinking altogether. Yeah, I cannot picture you. <laughs> yeah, I don't like drinking at <laughs> all anymore. Like I don't like it. So you just like had just your boxers? That was it? No, no. Like I, it looked like I was in the goddamn Hardy Boys. It's like <laughs> my. It was like those huge jeans that were like ripped. So like patches of skin were there with like the flap okay it was horrible and so i'm walking around i look like i'm totally super homeless and like (laughs) just like a homeless geisha of jeans (laughs) (laughs) like flowing robe pants yeah yeah you know i was i genuinely wasn't mad because i didn't know anyone could do that with their hands (laughs) mike why do you need to know when the last time we fell down good question so uh last night was our like my biggest work event of the year and it's also the only time I ever like have to wear a suit to work. Ooh. Yeah. So I took a while getting ready. I didn't know what I was going to wear, but it was like this is my one chance to like do it big with a suit. How many suits do you own? Like well, one. <laughs> but like I was mixing and matching here and there. Anyway. Um pajama pants and the jacket <laughs> i bet you wore a bow tie i didn't i did last year on a dare <laughs> on a dare yeah dare to yourself <laughs> but it was pouring rain as i said yesterday so the same rain that prevented you from seeing the movie the very same so i go out i'm wearing like my best outfit i own in my life <laughs> I've got like that sounded like a bad translation <laughs> into English. <laughs> I'm going. Never mind. Uh, I'm 
I've I, I've got like my fancy umbrella. I got my fancy bag. I got a compliment. Oh, hold on, man! You have a fancy umbrella. I this umbrella has gotten me more compliments than anything I've ever owned. Everyone's <laughs> like, "That's a very masculine umbrella." <laughs> I've heard that three times. No one says that about an umbrella. Masculine umbrella. I've heard that three separate times. What makes it masculine? It's brown and blue and red and white. I'm not sure. It's very masculine umbrella. Anyway. Okay. I'm walking. I'm almost there. It's in this ballroom in this hotel downtown. And I didn't know that my shoes, my fanciest shoes, have literally no tread. It's just flat on the bottom. Oh, no. And I'm walking. Where'd you buy them? Nordstrom Rack. On sale. Clearance. Clearance on clearance on clearance. Anyway. I thought you were going to say some place that had like very smooth floors. I thought I was setting you up for that joke. And you just <laughs> talked about clearance. Tile outlet? <laughs> anyway. The ice rink? Yeah. Tile outlet? <laughs> That's going to like, you're going to feel like the little bumps every two seconds when you're trying to slide. Ice makes way more sense. Anyway. I'm crossing the street and uh, there's like. All these people looking at me, I have like my umbrella, I feel pretty self conscious. <laughs> and I just I bite it hard. Ooh, hard. No. Hard. Dude, really? In the middle of the street. Which way? Oh no. Forward, backward, splits, sideways. It was like backwards on my butt. Oh yeah. And like my my elbow, I have bruises all over my elbow now and like my <laughs> knees. Oh. I went down hard and I bit it. <laughs> and I like fucked up my umbrella. <laughs> my pants are like soaking wet. Dude, wow. What if this whole thing is like a symbol, you know, like that your masculinity is gone. You know, your umbrella is <laughs> fucked up. You're on the ground with like peed pants. <laughs> <laughs> this is my incentive. So there's a lot of people like there's a bunch of people crossing the street with me. So I bite it and I like, I was booking it because I was late. Uh, so I was first and everyone looked at me and then I get up and I, like I had my headphones in and I was listening to some pump up music but <laughs> for work, right? And everyone's looking at me I'm like, oh, are you okay? Are you okay? Like, oh, what happened? Are you fine? And I go, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm good. And I wait. I do like the regal wave. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> I screamed it. I screamed. Why did you scream? I don't know. I had like the music pumping and it was like in the street and I fell down and I was like almost at work. I'm like, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Uh, what? Yeah. Not my best oh, moment. My God. So what's the instead of? What could I have done better? Like, how could I have handled that better instead of? Walk uh, slower, dude. You knew from step one that it was going to be slippery out there. So Just, yeah, I did. I did have an incident like before that. So I was taking <laughs> very deliberate steps. It didn't help. Wait, wait, wait. This was the second slip of yeah. the night? Yeah, this was oh. slip two. <laughs> Oh, then no. you know what, Mike? Instead of nothing, you were you were destined to slip that night. Yeah, mm -hmm. 
no matter what we suggest, you would have been foolhardy about it and like just gone down. It really hurt, man. Are you going to do it again, you think? Am I going to fall down again? (laughs) If the same circumstances presented themselves, do you think that you would make the same mistake again? I was late is the thing. Like, what choice do I have? Okay, here's 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 a question. Uh, were there any like cute girls walking around you? There was one, like right in front of me. You could have turned it into a cheesy pickup line and said, "Oh, sorry, I just fell for you." <laughs> oh, that's nice, Mike. Why didn't you think of that? Well, because I'm not cool like Josh. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been great. Oh yeah, I'm real cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, so what did what did the girl do? Uh, she was uh, very concerned about me, and I yelled in her face. <laughs> She's the one you yelled at? Oh, no. There was her and then like one a, a very nice couple who's uh, doting on me in the middle of the street. <laughs> oh, God. That's tough. That's tough. Mm-hmm. Bad look. So I have been talking to both of you at great length about the television show American Vandal. You have. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mike, you're still only one episode in for reasons I don't understand, considering Josh and I have both told you that it was incredible. Yeah, uh, pretty similar to a Blade Runner situation. You were in the house. (laughs) You could have watched it when you were in the house, though. You could have at least done one of the two. (laughs) Were you sitting in the wrong room? Was there no TV in the room you were in? No, there was a really big TV in that room. (laughs) Okay. To our listeners, before we continue this, like, please watch American Vandal. It is amazing and one of the best shows that i've seen this year so funny heard great things yeah from us okay i'm gonna (laughs) stop okay so listen so this that show got me thinking for the purposes of our show uh i was gonna ask mike i don't know if you and i will say the same thing but just in general what was your high school senior prank and uh what do you think your class would have done if they had the resources they have now at the ages that we are? Mine is not that interesting. So my class didn't actually do one because they were saying that they would like cancel prom or something if there was a senior prank. <laughs> Why do people always threaten that? Just like, what a tragedy. I don't know. You know what? Let's. Uh, I bet they would keep it light, but if we threaten to take away something that's unrelated, it's really going to make things calm. Like... What is the plan there? Dude, you know what happens at prom. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But the senior prank of, I think it was the grade above me, because it definitely happened when I was at that school. They picked up the principal's car who drove a Yugo. Like, they got, like, a bunch of strong people to... A what? Like, a a Yugo. What's a Yugo? It's, like, a really small car. Uh, Like, it's not, like, a smart car size, but it's a pretty small... Mike, is this true? It's a small coupe. A small coupe. Yeah. Is it like from Yugoslavia? No, I don't I don't actually know who, who made it. But anyway. You don't know who made the Yugo, dude? I don't think this car exists. It sounds very Soviet. It does exist. <laughs> it sounds like you're making it up, though. I'm not making it up. <laughs> anyway, so they got a bunch of strong people to literally pick the car <laughs> yeah, this, up. This story is really making a lot of sense. <laughs> to literally pick the car up and carry it onto the middle of the football field. And so they had to actually pull it over the fence. Whoa. That is so impressive. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, because the only ways in were like, you know, uh, these gaps that were maybe three feet wide, like, you know, large enough to accommodate a person or two, but nothing big enough to drive a car out. I don't even know how they got it out. They had like just 
the decency and manners to not just drive the car through the fence in there. Like, <laughs> I mean, that would require like hot wiring. Yeah, I guess. And breaking into the car. <laughs> yeah, true. But still, they seem like a smart bunch. So what was your singer, Frank? Yeah, what was it? So the thing I remember, Mike, is that like, uh, I honestly forgot who did it. And I wasn't, I'm not even trying to like, I'm not a snitch. That's not what I'm trying to do here. But the one thing I remember is, do you remember that hallway, Mike, in between the large cafeteria where like all the language classes were and the library, like that little hallway? Uh Uh-huh. so someone made the floor there extremely slippery, like <laughs> super, super, super slippery. And like I do, yeah. The kids figured out pretty quick. That's like, oh, whoa, what's happening? But like, uh, one of the teachers who wasn't, she was holding like a stack of papers. I swear to God, it looked like it was right out of a TV oh, show. Oh, oh, she just slipped, and all the papers were oh. just flying, and it was like they oh. gently cascaded down as she was just oh, screaming. <laughs> She's like. Ah! <laughs> what happened? What happened? And she's like, I don't know. She's like picking up the papers, and we're all like helping her out, but people are still totally laughing because like she <laughs> fell, uh, and then she's just like getting so mad, and she got up, and all the papers like just straightened up, and like three steps later, it just happened exact same thing <laughs> happen again. <laughs> papers, boom, right in the sky, and just like. <laughs> Oh, God. It was hilarious. <laughs> Do you remember when we used to have those, like, stock market days or whatever? What? Oh, yeah. Those are weird as hell if we, like, yeah. think back on them. That was really fun. What is it? Uh, we had this, we had, like, a large, a big cafeteria and a small cafeteria. And in the small calf, there was, like, a bridge you could look at above. Like, I don't think you could throw stuff off it, but there there were windows. <laughs> um so every so often, Bridge. like a bunch of kids would dress up in suits and bring like briefcases to school just filled with like paper, <laughs> very important papers. And then one of them would get up like on that bridge and they'd put up like a bunch of stock ticker signs and stuff and like the market would crash and everyone would go nuts and throw their paper everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe they did that. Now that we think back on it, like those are hijinks. <laughs> yeah, those are just classic hijinks. Stock market days. That's kind of amazing. Best hijinks thing I ever saw in my whole life. And if anyone ever asked me what's the best prank you've ever seen, uh, this will always be in my memory. It was in a class, in a business class with, I'm not going to say his name to preserve the legend that he is. (laughs) But uh, we had a substitute that day. So the teacher left like notes on what to do and it was watch a video. And uh, so the guy puts the video in. He starts playing it and like just fluctuations of volume all of a sudden, just like all the way up. And it's like everyone starts like wondering, why is it so loud? All the way down. And like the teacher's just like, his head is just darting back and forth. Like what the fuck's happening? Hmm. And then just abruptly, the it's off. The whole the whole video? And the teacher's just like, what? what? Teacher gets up immediately. It's on again. And it's just like, what is happening? Like, am I in a possessed classroom? Like, why does no one want to learn about accounting? Like, what's, what the hell? Like, what is happening? And Can so, I take a guess? Yeah. Was it a TV remote wristwatch? You know, that sounds real fancy, and you are exactly on the right track. But it was a universal remote that the kid came to oh. school early 
to program <laughs> so really? that he could. It was amazing. Oh, what a smart kid. Well, the reason that I say that is because somebody did that with a watch at my school. Exact same prank. Even better. I, these people are meant to be together. <laughs> yeah. They are meant to be together. But okay, so let's say, okay, let's take whatever resources each of you has to your name. If you were right now a high school senior with exactly the assets you have, what prank could you pull off that you think would be like awesome? I would change everybody's ID number by like seven. <laughs> what would that do? Nobody could log into anything. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to how like mischievous you think this is. <laughs> Just a random seven in one of the digits. They'd never be able to access the documents. <laughs> no, no, ever figure out. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good, I guess. That's, so you do cybercrime right away. White collar, yeah. Okay. I think mine would have to involve Photoshop. I use Photoshop for dumb things all the time. I feel like there would have to be like a... Oh, I would like get a hold of one of the tests and like Photoshop some different questions in. So everyone fails or passes. (laughs) Well, or the teacher looks really dumb. Like maybe it's a question about... um, uh, Let's see, like... Maybe it's a class about history and that question. Going out on a limb here. Are you are you just are you typing <laughs> letters into Google and it's just auto filling <laughs> like it somehow happens to be exactly the next word? Dude, on with it. Come on. Here we go. Let's let's see what Google says. Uh history quiz questions. No, because this isn't going to be a dumb question. I don't know. Like, I would have wanted to ask, like, what flavor ramen do I like best? That's not a good question. Um. (laughs) Holy smokes. Let's just go ahead and uh, chalk this up to the worst prank that has ever happened. (laughs) The worst prank that has ever happened. I once got pranked by a teacher. Wait, what happened? In military history, on our final exam, we're sitting there. And uh, about 10 minutes into the, what is it, like an hour test or whatever, 10 minutes in, uh, the teacher gets up, turns off the lights. It's completely dark. He like plays this, this like pri- Saving Private Ryan track or something on the on the loudspeakers. There's like guns blaring. He runs around. He grabs people's tests off desks and like puts them on other desks. And he's like someone's flashing the lights. So it's like strobe lights. And then he turns off the music and turns on the lights, and he's like, all right, go. And we had to take these other tests that other people were working on. It was like (laughs) wartime situation test taking. Huh. And none of them counted for anything. This sounds demented. It was crazy. Do you feel like you're traumatized by that? No, it was the best test I ever took. (laughs) Yeah, you're pretty traumatized by that. (laughs) Best test I ever taked. Okay, news article. How does a Why are you yelling? <laughs> news article. How oh. does a three-year-old get left at a Utah corn maze? It's a numbers <gasps> issue, polygamous father says. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. That's a bad look, Papa. Bravo. Bravo, journalist. That's a bad look. 
Robert says his wife called him in such a panic she could barely get the words out of her mouth. Their three-year-old son wasn't home when she woke the other kids for school Tuesday morning, she told him. The police were on their way to the house to look for him. But before the officers began their search, Robert said they called headquarters. Turns out a three-year-old boy had been found the day before at a corn maze in West Jordan. Robert asked that his last name not be used. He has a plural family, but says that has (laughs) nothing to do with why his son was mistakenly left behind. Robert agreed to explain what happened on Monday evening at the crazy corn maze. For starters, there were a lot of children to keep track of, he said. (laughs) Is this getting zanier by the sentence? How many children? (laughs) Robert and his wife have 14 children. She took 11 of them to the corn maze on the afternoon of Columbus Day. Her sister... Brought two or three of her own children, Robert said. The combined families were piled into multiple cars. Between the two sets of kids, there were about four blonde-haired boys about the same height. Uh, When it was time to leave, the wife buckled the youngest children into the car or booster seats, including the three-year-old. The older children asked if they could have one of the free donuts someone was giving away at the maze. Dude, this is really long. (laughs) Yeah, uh, there was a line for the donuts. She waited 15 minutes. Uh, During those 15 minutes, he must have jumped out. So uh, the boy doesn't always sleep in his own bed. Uh, There's a lot going on here. Yeah. This end. (laughs) So my question to you is, when have you lost something uh, or lost track of it because you had too many of them? Pogs? I lost all my pogs. Pogs. I used to have a bunch of pogs. Actually, I guess my brother did. But, you know, every now and then we'd, like, play pogs. And now I, I could not tell you where they are. Like, you're, you're good slammers. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Poor slammers. <laughs> uh, something I've lost because I had too many. Like, this is the story of your life, man. You are a man of excess. Of excess? You still don't know that I have your PlayStation Portable at my I house know, in Schomburg. I know. I know, I know you have it. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you ask for it back? I'm always ready to get it back. I don't want it back anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's a very embarrassing statistic about me. Um, Guitars? (laughs) You misplaced a guitar? Dude, he has so many guitars. (laughs) I don't don't play guitar. What's the difference? Well, you keep buying them. It seems like a good idea. Like it seems like a really cool thing to know. Every time? Yeah. It's not worth like I don't there's I'm never going to learn. I'm never ever going to learn. So who cares where it is? You used to have a poster on your wall of like all the different chords on a guitar and you didn't you didn't even know what they were. <laughs> I did. I did. You guys, you guys. I just discovered something about this article. Mm. So this is from the Salt Lake Tribune. Yeah. Okay. The category of this news Actually, guess. What is the category? Uh, is, is it in the polygamy section? It is! The category <laughs> Oh my god, polygamy. really? <laughs> yes. The category is polygamy. Holy smokes! I thought I was being so, like, wrong, but that was amazing. So it's like sports, business, cars, polygamy? <laughs> yeah. Uh, other headlines from this category... Company with ties to polygamous church is again accused of using child labor. It's always our enemies that use child labor. <laughs> Polygamous Lyle Jeffs pleads guilty in food stamp fraud. Um, 
<laughs> Seems like a pretty slanted news. This is super weirdly racist. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is really weird. You should probably get off that website. I have, uh, I have something I've been wondering that is actually directly related to mazes. Okay. You are designing the world's most inescapable maze. Instead of like a hedge or a corn or whatever, what do you make your maze out of to make it inescapable? Interlocking prisons. <gasps> oh, whoa. <laughs> a maze of prisons. <laughs> like you just go from hallway and there are just like rows and rows of cells and like... There's no way to get out. There's no there's no exit. It's literally like yeah. where it should be an exit, it's just an entrance into a different prison. Damn, you know what? <laughs> since that was like infinite prisons. Since that was super, super dark, I'm gonna go in another direction. And I'm gonna say to whoever whomever is trying to escape, I'll just make their like surrounding area the greatest thing that they've ever wanted in their whole life, and then they'll never leave. They'll never wanna leave. Dude, that's the most inescapable maze. But, you know, Josh's infinite prisons, Jesus. <laughs> Holy shit. That's so scary, Josh. Don't think about that. <laughs> you guys just proved that heaven and hell are the same thing, though. <laughs> Whoa. We'd love to make it easier for other people to find this podcast. So here's where we beg for reviews on Apple Podcasts. We're on the web at instead.of.fm and on Twitter looking for listener questions at instead.of.fm. We'll be back with a new episode next Wednesday. Thanks for listening. Okay, speed round. Okay. So I don't know if this is happening to you guys. Certainly happening to people in my area. I keep getting phone calls from a telephone number that's like very similar to mine, but not uh-huh. quite mine. Yeah. Is that happening to you guys? It happens to me, yeah. Yeah, it's it's real fucked up. I don't know what the hell it is, but speed round. Uh, what would you be most surprised to hear on the other end if you picked up that unknown call? Josh, it's Josh from the future. Oh. Looper situation. Yeah. Wait, keep going. Uh, then, yeah, what does he say? Don't, <laughs> what does he say next? Don't go see... The movie you were going to see, it's a bad idea. Don't watch Crash. You can watch every other Best Picture movie this year. You shouldn't watch Crash. And then I would say, but Josh, I already watched it. And see, he'd say, God damn it. I'm too late. How does that work paradox-wise? I don't know. It's perfect. It's a closed loop. Never mind. It's good. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> He's, he knows you've seen it. <laughs> the message he called about was not to watch a movie? Yeah. It was a bad movie. Well, let me ask you this, dude. If he called from the future, what if it's just like a different world where it's an alternate you who actually just watched the movie a little bit more recently than you did, but in that world has the ability to time travel? So he's actually talking to future you. Oh. This comes into play with my idea for the maze, which is that you make your maze out of time. (laughs) (laughs) Why didn't you say that during the show? I forgot. What do you mean you make it out of time? You make your maze out of time. Like, you have to figure your way out of timely, not timely scenarios, but, you know. (laughs) That's what you meant? You just want to be someone who's, like, always Johnny on the spot? (laughs) 
<laughs> you do that enough times and then you get out of the prison. You have to be to get out of the maze. You have to be timely. It's called Johnny on the Spot, coming to theaters June 2018. <laughs> and the poster is just going to be someone who like is playing shortstop and just robbed a line drive. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. There's a whole like MLB playoff scenario. Great. Uh, this, this movie writes itself.